0: The way you brush your hair. And I like those stylish clothes you wear. I like the way the light hit the ice and glare. And I can see you, boo, from way over there. If you wanna go and take a ride with me, we three-wheeling in the four with the gold Ds. Why do we live this way? Hey must be the money. Continue podcast episode 92. Nice. Yeah. Uh there's not enough. I do Nelly uh like many slow jams because we've been doing this show for, for we've been doing this together for 5 years. No, now. we haven't. No. Sh- Sure have. We've been doing it for five oh my god. years. Oh my and god. And when you've been doing it for five years, the rules of what a slow jam is get thin down at the bottom. <laughs> doing it and doing it and doing it well. It's all. I think all Nelly songs are slow jams sure. spiritually. spiritually. You know, look, anything's a slow jam if you just believe. Yeah, if, yeah. If the slow jam. The slow jam was the friends we made along the
1: way. I, I was um, a little surprised he didn't go with Shock G this time, but I feel like we've done oh, the Humpty yeah. bef- we have, Dance yeah, f- before. We have. To, we've we've done the Humpty Dance, I think twice.
0: It's I, yeah. <laughs> it's, I think, it's an all timer. Like it, it is, a,
1: man. It's pulling it out for Shock G, man. Yeah, that the Humpty was, Dance is amazing.
0: That's
2: my go to joke of like I'm gonna put it on my resume that I know all the words to the Humpty Dance. <laughs>
0: Although I do, Mm -hmm. that's what the algorithm flags. If you apply for a job on LinkedIn, it it will you rise to the top. Uh, And then if you subscribe to LinkedIn Plus, it'll lie for you and be like knows all lyrics to Humpty Dance and radio edit that is more appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) You know what he's saying. Uh, That that uh, person with pristine marketable job skills is none other than Susan. (laughs) Stop what you're doing, because
2: I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you're used to. Yeah.
0: Uh, first time I ever heard that song was at the final day of the uh, peewee golf camp I was at. Uh,
2: as, dude, I'm going to stop you
1: right there. I'm I sorry. The yeah. what now? Yeah, that was so. Man, you the- You were like five bad decisions away from being like a polo shirt guy. Weren't you? Oh, yeah.
0: Abs- <laughs> Absolutely. So how I ended up in a Wee golf camp is hard to actually wrap your brain around. <laughs> because I grew up in the middle of nowhere in upstate New York. And the only pool for basically, like, a 45-minute drive in every direction was at the Pompey Club. Okay. And, and, and the Pompey Club, like, this wasn't, like, fancy. It was like five steps down from the pool in Caddyshack, so you had like a nice pool, but then like it's basically just a fucking garage that people would go in, say hi, we're here, and then uh, you you could get like a grilled cheese from a stone fifteen year old inside that uh, <laughs> garage.
1: It was great. It was an amazing place. They to called go it and a club to summer. like because it's upstate New York, but it's really yes. just like. It's, well, it's they can charge more that way, right? Yeah,
0: it's a hole in the ground. <clears throat> yeah, but a like literally on the hill above the pool was a golf course. Okay, so, so you you could drive up the hill to where you know Judge uh, Smalls and the rest of the bad guys from Caddyshack were getting drunk all day on a Saturday. Um, <clears throat> and when my friends and I were seven. We were like, let's just leave the pool and go walk up there. And we, like, left. Our parents are talking to each other. So, like, my friend Mike McBride and I leave, go and walk up the hill by ourselves, which now, in retrospect, like, that was very dangerous, uh, and go in and discover that in the ballroom of this, like, golf club, they had, like, a buffet set out for some kind of function, just mozzarella sticks and shit. Everywhere. Everywhere, so we're getting after it. (laughs) Yeah, man. (laughs) Just, just like, like four kids in bathing suits. A bunch of wet children just
1: (laughs) eating fried food from a buffet.
0: Feral Lord of the Flies cast offs. (laughs) And. And, like, nobody stopped us. Like, we have our fill. Like, our arms are just filled with, like, greasy 80s food. And we go out on the putting, like, practice putting green outside of the club building. And there are just putters and golf balls there. So it's me, my brother, my friend Mike, and his older brother, Sean, Practicing, and then the instructor came over and it's like, "You guys seem like naturals." And then all of us were in the Pee Wee hockey or peewee golf thing a week later because we we're like, "Let's absolutely fucking sign up for like, let's convince our parents to do this." Mozzarella sticks every day, son. Okay, that's fair. I yeah. can't, I can't fault that logic at all. And I, I did not learn how to golf. Let's no. be clear there. Uh, I, that's not a skill that I picked up. But at the end of the week, there was a lunch (laughs) rife with mozzarella sticks and uh, blasting music uh, there. And the Humpty Dance was played, like, four times because the person in charge of the music was uh, one of the many stoned teenagers working at that place. And, like, that was it. It was just, like, we knew all of the lyrics to uh, You're Unbelievable by EMF and... (laughs) Uh, nice and humpty dance nice and, uh, mama said knock you out like, nice all of it yeah. all
2: right that's pretty great
0: that's, that's that's a journey uh, yeah that, person... that that was less stuck
1: up than i was expecting
0: oh uh, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, but it's gonna be weird because like his mom's not a douche so like you know, like your mom <laughs> is so not the person who sends their kid to Pee Wee golf camp so i was having trouble don't, wrapping my don't. head around it I had I did not realize there was mozzarella stick bait
0: involved. Yeah, there was yeah, there was definitely mozzarella sticks yeah. involved. Yeah, um, yeah. I de- <laughs> man, we should not have been allowed to just like fucking wander out of. it. Dude, place. okay.
2: So when my brother was in Little League, we had we had I, I I get my parents for whatever reason did not feel like it was safe to leave me at home by myself, so I had to go mm. and. I could not possibly have cared less about the games that were going on so me and my friend Tracy Simpson my mom would give us like a duck do- because they had actual literal penny candy so she would give me a dollar and we would get like five Swedish fish and whatever, whatever. and we would just we would be gone for hours they would have no idea. We're just wandering around. Like, the, there's a quarry back there. Like, our parents are... <laughs> no, but
1: you you can't stay at home by yourself. because Home invasion. Who knows what's going right? to happen. But no, you could go hang around like an abandoned, you know, iron mill. 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, just go, I'm just
2: gone. And it, all I had to do was be back at the car before it was time to go home. That's it. <laughs> I remember there was, one, there, was, <laughs> there was one time they were doing some kind of construction or something. So there was this enormous pile of dirt. It was probably like 20 feet high. And so obviously, what we did, play King of the Mountain? No. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. That's for small children. <laughs> you You had to run to the top as fast as you could and then, of course, run back down as fast as you could.
0: Thus, trying... To fall, just just trying to get obliterated by whatever glass and broken (laughs) rocks were in that dirt.
1: Yep, how we never broke anything. I really, I don't know. Your entire Uh. body is one skinned knee, but hey, at least (laughs) you weren't home (laughs) alone. Yeah, Yeah, getting that fresh air, dog. You're getting that fresh air.
0: Uh, That person who uh, was definitely not neglected enough by their parents. (laughs) (laughs) Staff Roberts did. Not <laughs> <neglected> accurate.
1: <enough. laughs> accurate. Um, I'm getting my first shot today, my first vaccine. Ooh, yeah, that's what is happening. Facts. It facts, was supposed facts. to. So it, yeah. So we scheduled it for one for one thirty last week, and then you're like, hey, let's do the podcast at one o'clock. I was like, yeah, let's do it anything at one, which is technically true. Uh, but we, <laughs> We rescheduled the shot for 3:40 so we're good. But yeah, no we're, we're getting Pfizer. Okay. All right. I don't know I don't I don't know what the difference is. I know the, the okay. that that one's a little more mellow, a little it's it's got like kind of like a like a chocolate sort of strawberry like uh aftertaste after, ta- after oh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whereas the Moderna is a little bit more, it's a little more bitter, a little, little mm-hmm. more. Yeah, it's punch got like some,
0: some some coffee notes yeah, in there, yeah. so
2: yeah. it's a little, yeah. It's a very, it's a, very
0: oaky vax experience. Yeah, indeed. yeah. yeah.
2: The J and J oddly cucumber. I don't yeah. know, oh,
0: but that's nice. Yeah. That's,
2: that's yeah, just sort of a, they're
1: trying you know, to go for like light. a gin, like a gin thing. I think.
2: I yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Like just a, like a like a summertime kind of light sort of experience. Uh, warn your wife; it will likely uh, impact her worse than you.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, no, yeah. She, she she well she's uh currently she's a warrior. So oh, dear. she does okay. and and it's just she's having her thing right now. She's just like she's like I know it's going to be fine. You're like I'm going to drive there so she doesn't have to worry about that and she's like Good. Oh, like yeah. But like it's just all of her anxieties are all like dealing with people, dealing with something she's never done before, dealing with like, you know, a shot? Uh, mm-hmm. Will it hurt? Will she have an allergic reaction? Will, like, you know, all this stuff, and of course, like, I, I'm just like, eh, whatever, we'll be fine, don't worry about it. And, like, she's like, why are you not thinking about every possible thing that could go wrong right now? And I'm just like, because I don't know. Because it's not like you're not going <laughs> to yeah, get vaccinated. It's, it's, yeah, so. and there's not, this you can't control that stuff. Right, right.
2: But, so, no, okay, so but, I learned this because uh, both shots, uh, the second one, f- nearly killed me. Whereas Wait, my Susan, husband,
0: did you did you get Darned, or did you get Pfizer? I got Pfizer. You got Pfizer. Okay. All yeah. Right. Uh, you know,
2: I'm I'm standing in the shower and so much crying because I'm in so much pain. Oh, and my God. husband's like, I need a nap. <laughs> uh, but here's why: because uh, women's immunity systems are a little more robust than men's. So for the second shot, we react more strongly, Mm -hmm. typically, typically, not obviously not everybody, but yeah. So if, if her symptoms are, if she, a, if she has some and they're worse than yours, that's why totally normal. Mm She doesn't have to freak out completely or it's completely normal for her to have a reaction and you not. It sucks, but it's normal.
1: I may. Yeah like now that you're saying that I'm like, I was already planning on taking at least the Monday off after the second one, just in case anything goes. Cause I don't want to be in meetings and like, no, you can't with this. But now like hearing that, like, you know, maybe I should just do it so I can take care of her. If, if I'm just, "Eh, eh." yeah, yeah. yeah. I
0: I had to, I had to bow out like after the first shot, I was like, ain't shit. And then five (laughs) hours later, I was like, I don't, I don't feel good. No. <laughs> I want my uh, blankie. <laughs> and like Kate and Lyra were both gone. They were yeah. at her parents for the night. And uh, that was like actually better because when I'm sick, I want to be like an angry cat. And just like go under, <laughs> <it>. <laughs> like, get under, get under a deck and then just be like <sighs> yep. to anything that comes near. But the second one, it really was like I was like sunshine, blah blah blah. <laughs> and the, but Kate was fucked up. She yep. was not in a good way after the second one. So yeah. that is that is uh, accurate. But what's uh, so
2: weird is it just switches off. Yeah, yeah. Twenty four okay. hours, I want to die, and then oh, I'm fine.
1: It's very strange. Weird. Uh,
0: uh, Dave, where are you... What is the locale? Where are you getting this The thing?
1: Walla Walla County Fairgrounds.
0: That's oh, a no good that. one. That's a good one. That's, that's memorable. Yeah. yeah. That's solid. Yeah. yeah I, I, just... I, I enjoyed texting you guys from the bombed-out Sears where I got... <laughs> that, that was from. pretty, great. I, pretty I can, great. I can't imagine a better, like, this is truly a post-apocalyptic novel. Yep. Like, you can see... Max Brooks, like sitting there slaving over his World War Z sequel, be like, and then they camped in a. Hmm. Eddie Bauer? No. No. Applebee's? No. 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 Sears? <laughs> They're definitely in a Sears. Woolworths. While Madonna's Like a Prayer played. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of places where you could successfully camp out, cover yourself in filth, and uh, harvest meat from dead animals. <laughs> uh, so- <laughs> Cormac what? McCarthy's The Road. <laughs> uh. But y'all never did that in a Sears. Susan, you've been monster hunting. I have. I have been
2: hunting some mons for
0: the first yes. time. For the for very the first time.
2: First yes. Time. Yeah. I uh, I tried to. I'm not even sure it was the demo for Rise, but I tried to do the demo, and some NPC was talking to me nonstop and i it was like oh get off the ship and then i'll lead you to the city and they just never shut up and i did not even get to so much as swing a blade so i deleted that after like trying it for 5 minutes but hearing you talk about it i was like well he says it's more accessible let me give it a shot like all my you friends play listen this to game. him i do, i do that sometimes it's true that's <laughs> true and so yeah so i got paradise killer because dave loved it and then i got monster hunter because you loved it and so i have been playing that and it is it is scratching the fantasy start online itch for yep, me. it
0: is yes it yes. is it is it just monster hunter rise all the monster hunter games have always been heading in the direction of a of a delicious pso uh feel and now it's there now it's yeah. true and full and instead I mean, well, fangs, actual actual
1: pso is just a oh. nightmare of free-to-play uh. yeah oy, oy, oy. I, I can't it's I, so bad I,
0: okay no joke i am browsing through uh i was looking at destructoid uh not habitually a friend wanted me to look at an article i clicked on it uh and I was like scrolling through. I was like, ah, oh, I haven't been to a video game website in fucking <laughs> forever. Uh, let me just see what they have. And I scrolled past something and the Anthony uh, anime porn looking detector alarm went off. <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, I was like, that's porny. And I looked closer and it was a screenshot of Fantasy Star Online 2. Yeah. And the latest expansion, which I, I was like, come on, guys. You know, let's, let's, let's... you're not even going to get me with that. You're not Guys. <laughs> You know what? I can you had look your at, shot. I could look at creepy robot underwear somewhere else, just like everyone. All right, uh, <laughs> any red-blooded American. <laughs> but Susan, tell me, tell me, like everything, like, like, because you and I were texting a little yeah. bit back yeah. and forth because uh, you know it's more accessible, but it's still uh, not, not It's not yeah. perfectly opaque. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, because you were like what the fuck am I supposed to be actually doing? There's two different places for missions, and it's very poorly explained. It it explains nothing.
2: No. Uh, Once you, okay, for any new players, here's what I want you to do. People are gonna be like, you should take, go talk to this chicky in the plaza, Mm -hmm. and then go talk to that chicky in the house, and then do the mission that before you do any of that. What I would like you to do is open up your menu and read it. Because there's, there's menus, there's sub-menus, but what, everything you need to know to actually play the game is in the center menu, Hunter Info, and Hunter Notes. Every single question you have, like, how do I use the, what is a gun lance? <laughs> cool, go look in there, it will tell you, it will tell you, these These are the moves, this is what it does, all this stuff. Because they just throw these things out at you, and you're like, I'm sorry, what? Why, is, why am I sparkling? Why, why, like, I like, was out there, hunting, and suddenly I'm sparkling, and I don't know why. Like, I'm saying out loud, repeatedly, what is happening? Yeah. What, what is it, what, what is, why? What is, what is that? What is, what? And, uh, yeah, so it took me hours of just sort of poking around and and trying things. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was was a very scientific method, like, well, let me do this and see what that does. Like, oh, there's a big egg. I will pick up the big egg. (laughs) Now I am carrying a big egg. What do I do with it? Oh, let me try using that little wire bug thingy. Oh, I broke the big egg. (laughs) Okay. And uh, and and fortunately I am I am really really lucky that my Twitter followers are lovely people because I was just throwing questions out on Twitter like what is this what does this mean where do I go to do this by the way I still don't know where you hire a new buddy I still can't figure that out
0: I, I it took I played the game for 20 hours before <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had played it for 20 hours before... And the game forces you to go where they are. But, like... I don't know.
2: I've been to the Buddy Plaza, dude!
0: I've been there! I've talked to the... To the Meowcenary guy! It's it's (laughs) not the Meow... It's not the Meowcenary guy. I know! It's the guy who's, like... A few feet to the right of the masonry guy, the handler, got, the handler. You gotta I've talk to, the, to
2: him. I you, rescued his
0: dudes. You gotta go and talk to him again. And oh. that's, that's I. Something I love about Monster Hunter is that that in addition to the fact that like the secret to escaping the oubliette is hidden <laughs> in the oubliette. <laughs>
1: yeah. like, it's so like, true. Yes, it
0: has these. It has yeah. these exhaustive menus, but. <laughs> you know for all of that shit it it almost does seem that there is an ethos of this is a game wrought in the old style which is just go and touch things there is no penalty for failure don't worry about it just go out there play see what things do and like the, the the more you scratch the surface the uh the the more you will find beneath that surface. It just sure. is an endless, you know well. But on top of that, I love that and, and it, it's it's a it's a, a like a design ethos that precedes even the internet. Because it goes back to Zelda 1 and Adventure mm-hmm. and stuff like that where it is very reliant on people talking to each other. Yes, to that's To get true. the most out of it, even if you're not playing with them. Right. Uh, somebody will always explain something to you about Monster Hunter that you would never, no matter how attentive a menu reader you might be or a diligent experimenter in the game, somebody will tell you something that you couldn't possibly have known and that makes the it makes it a, a, a richer experience of playing um how are you playing it are you are you primarily playing by yourself are you Yeah, I'm only game? playing by myself. You're only playing by yourself. That's interesting. So, are you have you gone what what are you doing? Like what are you what are you doing with your time in the game?
2: So, okay, so after you explained to me that the chick in the house was mm-hmm. for multiplayer missions, yeah. and, because I was struggling, man, I'm trying to do those because they're on screen. So it's like, you have three of house chick quests left. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. have, to so I'm like, oh, well, I guess I got to do house chick quests. No, you don't. You don't. So once you informed me of that, I'm like, okay, screw you, house chick. <laughs> so I just went through the, so I'm a uh, uh, plaza chick, and so I'm doing those quests, and I just this morning did the first rampage, there you which go. is okay. So the thing about the rampage is monsters are going batshit, and at some points they're going to try and storm the gates of of your city. So you have to you set up ballistas and bombs and traps and whatnot to prevent them. It's it's tower defense ish ish yeah Yeah, yeah, ish very very ish um so i just did that uh i I did okay not great but i did okay um so i did that and so that's how i'm going my thing so far has been i'm going to go slow so that because that's allowing me to figure out Mm. how things work and like like for example the um it, with certain weapons, you can use... There's a thing called a wire bug. It's basically your grappling hook. Mm-hmm. And you can use it in battle. Like, you can tie up... That, that When I'm using uh, dual swords, for example, I can use it to uh, insert... Like, I, I hurl one of my swords, and it's got the wire on it, and then after a second or two, I pull it out, and it does a lot of damage. Which is really great when something is running away from you. You do... And then as they run, they pull it out and it it does damage. And that's fun. Not all. I went from like, oh, I'm never going to do that. That's too much. Yeah, I'm using this as a, there are different ways to use this. Yes, I will master them all. So I'm trying different weapons to see what works best. Uh, I now am using a light bow gun. And Mm. that's working great for me because it allows me to keep some, you know, my buddies go and and do all the melee stuff while I hang back and I, and I do damage so that's a lot of fun I'm improving my armor I'm improving my buddy's armor I'm figuring out crafting and trapping and that's the thi- like I'll focus on one area to figure out and learn about while I'm doing other things so I might go just do a really easy mission to test trapping something or I'll do something really easy to try a new weapon out
0: or whatever yeah and that that's also that rhythm emerges very naturally while you play the game because you can you'll at the beginning you'll find yourself being like all right video game told me to do video game thing yeah i will go do that and slowly but surely as you play it more you realize the the wealth of opportunities that you have available to you while you Well, when it gives you a task, like you don't just have to do that. You're like, all right, well, I know I'm going to go on this hunt and then these other monsters will spawn there. I have an hour. I can go and kill them. I can go get these mushrooms. I can go do these different things and then go back, which to me is, that's the quintessential fantasy star online experience. Um... Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily know if the people listening understand what high praise it is to hear you say that this yeah. is scratching a PSO itch. Yeah, I've been uh, trying to
2: to find this loop for years, for
0: decades, for decades. Oh God, them.
2: no! Oh yeah. my God,
0: you're right. It's, <gasps> 2000, it's 2021. <clears throat> We're 20 years out. Oh, yeah,
2: oh, it's
0: been 20 golly,
2: years. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, yeah, it's true. Um, and the thing I think I don't think it would be possible were it not for the fact that unlike some other games, Monster Hunter fans don't try to tell you the air quote right way to play. Yeah, right. They are more than happy to answer your questions, give you advice, uh, tell you stuff. Like one one uh, Twitter follower, thank you so much, told me about. Okay, so when you go cook meat right? I'm like, why am I carrying a barbecue around? Because one of the things you you can collect from monsters is raw meat. You cook the meat, and it refills your stamina. Okay, cool. He told me, he's like, oh, by the way, the barbecue plays a little jingle. So you want to time your, you want to stop cooking right after the jingle ends, and that's when you get your well-done steak, and that will get you the most stamina. Mm -hmm. I would have figured that out
3: on my yeah.
0: own. Mm-mm. And that, like, the cooking thing, the cooking of the raw meat is one of the gameplay features that remains almost entirely unchanged going back to the original PS2 game. Oh, interesting. And the thing that I love is I don't think a single one of the succeeding games has explained that mechanic since. Like, there's, like <laughs> if you play the PlayStation 2 one, It'll be like, and now cook your meat. And they're they'll do. You, you want to make sure you get it done right. And they're like, we don't have to explain that again for fifteen years. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: no, know, no. It's well, it's one of those things that really makes you realize that Monster Hunter isn't just like a quote unquote franchise. It's like a genre unto itself. Yeah, Like, that, yeah. like It's it's like um oh there's a I had it in my head, but it's gone. No, just, like, the idea that, like, all all of these things... Or, like, Dynasty Warriors.
0: Dynasty Warriors, it's, it's like, it's not
1: just a game. It's, like, it's a whole genre. And it's one of those things where it's, like, once you play enough of them, you just know. Yeah. Yes,
0: but there's a significant difference in that Dynasty Warriors, like, Omega Force, the team that makes the Dynasty Warriors games, have created their own cottage industry out of imitating themselves. And using that sort of base as a launching point for really interesting experimentation. They're like, all right, well, let's get the attack on Titan license, and then we can incorporate grappling hooks and all this cool stuff into our Mm. giant fights. Or Persona, and we can make a real Persona story and incorporate all of the demon fusion stuff into this. Monster Hunter was so widely imitated for last decade. It was every six months. It would be what? like, was it? Oh yeah, oh, all yeah. the time. And then it was like, it's God eater. It's Freedom Wars. It's Soul Sacrifice. It's, it's, it's like if if you if you oh, were like yeah.
1: like the the Japanese Vita scene, the PSP scene, and the Vita scene, and the PS3, ge- yeah, like, like PSP, PS3,
0: and Vita, and the early days of PS4 was just a, a constant onslaught. But nobody ever did it. As successfully as Monster Hunter. Like, nobody ever cut in. And at the exact same time, Capcom has never really found a lot of success experimenting on top of Monster Hunter. They've just been successful at refining it and growing Yeah,
1: well, because they have that Monster Hunter stories... Right. That's out. Yeah. That's supposed to be. It's supposed to be like a fun little thing, but it's nowhere cute. near the success what is level. It? Mo- it's like Mo- a like yeah. a kid friendly action RPG. It's more story folk. It's more like a like a video game as opposed to like Got Monster it. Hunter, which it's, is. It's like...
0: not even an ARPG. It's like a just flat out turn based JRPG. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like if you if you play Monster Hunter Stories, like it's, <laughs> it's think very traditional 3DS. Uh, RPG. Oh, I see. Okay. And okay. it like it's cute, but it it's also not Monster Hunter at all. Like there are it, it's 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 like uh you know as It's like a Final Shogo- Fantasy offshoot. Like, like as one of the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon is yeah. to Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, that is to Monster Hunter. But I yeah. <sighs> I, I find it so surprising that nobody has been able to step in and be like, yeah, we could do that too. And it's going to be as sort of tactilely satisfying. Uh, Dra- Drake Hithe, uh in the continued Discord, if you back Disco- the Continue Podcast on patreon.com slash Continue <laughs> Podcast, you too can join our Discord community. But Drake Hithe very, very smartly and hilariously was like, Here's why people play Monster Hunter. Why do you play Monster Hunter? Uh, I go hunt monsters to make armor and weapons. Uh, what do you do with the weapons and armor? I go hunt monsters. Then what do you do? I make armor and weapons. Then what do you do? I hunt monsters with them. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. The aristocrats. Uh, <laughs> I... <laughs> Is it... Susan, once you do finish the rampage... Mm-hmm. Uh I would recommend now I like now you're kind of ready for the chick in the house mm-hmm. for the hub quests. And you can you could go and, and play with like Randalorians uh and like just leave it open <laughs> nice. set to join thank Love you. That's that good. <laughs> right. Enjoy that. You can just go and leave like if you choose a hub quest, also very poorly explained. But you can you can choose an option that says set to join. And if you take the hub quest and you choose the one that says, yes, set to join randos will come in to your hunt throughout and mm-hmm. you'll get the benefits of having randos. And so doing the hub quests, when you clear those, it's like, you're not progressing through the story and the town opening up mm-hmm. your missions that's what will raise your hunter rank and open oh, up the new armor oh, tiers. Oh. Yes. Yes. So, I was just wondering
2: that today. I'm like, I'm 15 hours into this game. I'm still hunter rank one. What the heck?
0: Right. So now it. you okay. go, you do the hub quests. You'll do a few of those. Then it'll kick you to a hub rampage. And then you'll be Hunter Ray two, oh. Hunter Ray three, and then you'll have all kind. You can dress up like a pretty butterfly, which is what I'm trying to do.
2: Oh, <laughs> I'm okay. Right now, I have a very cute little top hat on. There you it's go. Very nice. nice. Very nice. I yeah the the what the and I this may just be a Japanese aesthetic kind of thing, but what I really enjoyed and what it sort of channeled in my head is in Lightning Returns you really needed to strategize about those big monsters, mm-hmm. right? Like, you had to stagger them, and you had to choose your your outfits so you could have the right kinds of weapons to do, with the right kind of sequence, the right kind of attacks, and both support and offense, and it, it, it you had to think about it. It wasn't just run up to thing and hit button over and over again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And while Monster Hunter skews more toward hit button over and over again, you do definitely have to think about it. And I like that a lot. I, I enjoy, especially with the gun, it's like, okay, what ammo am I going to use? Am I, you know, what's my loadout? What's What am I asking my, my buddies to do? I, I like that if all you've got there is the go kill the monster, get stuff, so you can kill more monsters, then the killing of the monster has to be interesting.
0: Yes. one
2: hundred. Ha- it can't just be hard,
0: and right? Tact- and tactically satisfying. Yes. Because yeah, otherwise yeah. it would just be an MMO. And people yeah, are always yes. like, "Fantasy Star Online was an MMO. No, it wasn't. It was it was an action game that had MMO-y things. Yes.
2: It. it was a persistent... Uh, it yes. was an action game that you could play in a persistent world. It was what? its own thing. It was perfect, and it was beautiful, and I'm very... <laughs>
1: miss but, it so much you know you could there are servers that you could no join it's still. not it's, it's, it's for, not it's too too no, for the
0: old what? No,
1: no. Even even if you, you get, get a GameCube Ethernet adapter, <laughs> you you you, mo- you you get a mods <laughs> thing for you, you get you get a copy of Swiss. You put that in your GameCube, and then you can spin up and you've, you have created an account on a web forum, and then you they'll give you the data, and then you take that data and you put that on the GameCube, and then you, you can, can log play
2: PSO the- fully offline.
1: Yeah, fully yes. solo,
2: fully offline. It's it's fine. You just won't
1: get
0: certain stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But I just, I miss it because they would do things like, you know, when it was Easter, they would put eggs in the lobby and then Mm -hmm.
0: you'd
2: have Valentine's Candy Quests and I miss
0: it. And it's so, Susan, we're we're days away from the first Monster Hunter update. Oh! And And it's like, they approach updating in the way that Nintendo has approached Animal Crossing uh. <clears throat> New Horizons, but not shitty? <laughs> it's, so,
1: it's, it's, so there's not gonna be a bunny running around that
0: everyone hates I, I inexplicably. Man, I like I keep waiting for like something dramatic to happen yeah. in Animal Crossing and they're just like how would you like um I don't know up to three things to buy with your bells? Be like, fucking Nintendo! Come on! It's uh, I know, I know it's not, I know it's not, but if they're gonna turn it into a thing where it is like, here's the spring update, here's the fall update, Monster Hunter does this really, really well. Because Monster Hunter is also like, here's the Halloween update. Get your fucking pumpkin armor, son. You're going to look like a crazy, spooky Halloween Monster Hunter this time. And then there'll be, like, Halloween stuff to do in town. There'll be Christmas stuff to do in town. Okay, that's pretty great. I love that. It's great. I do love that. It's very very PSO. Um, Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Okay, but, all right. (laughs) <laughs>
2: Here's what I'm struggling with. Oh, okay. So uh, you can, you obviously you can you get stuff, monster bits. You bring the bits back. You make armor out of them. You can also make armor for your little cat friend and your little dog friend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you can make weapons. You can u- use them to upgrade your weapons. I killed this this faceless. Snot monster. You killed the penis monster. I did. Yes, exactly. And I came back and I made the gun, and the gun looks like a penis, so mm-hmm. I sold it. I'm like, no, yeah. I can't do this. And the armor, I could make armor out of this stuff, but I'm like, no, this makes me look like a foreskin.
0: It's I gross. won't do it. Super gross. <laughs> yeah. You can, so. you, you can, you're like, all right, what can I put my cat in? Oh, I can turn my cat into one of the nurses from Silent Hill. Gross. Which I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: because because you can't you can't really tell it's it's penis skin it's just it just looks like a little cute nurse outfit so that's okay but yeah i'm i'm in a place where i have to select armor and stuff based partly on aesthetics that
0: though is part of the fun okay I, and i will say like as you open up the hunter ranks and have more options for armor mm. you will have more options for things that are for the most part comparable, oh, and, okay, okay, and you okay. can choose them based on aesthetic. You can look at them and be like, "All right, well, that's the coolest looking one." The, and there are four different sets that have a base level defense. Got it. Okay. Cool. 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 And then you'll you'll also get to a point where you're like, "All right, well, I'm hunting a fire monster. I am specifically going to have an ice." armor yep. set in yep. reserve. So th- you'll you'll get to a place where there's a lot more variety. Okay, and, cool. like by the time you're at hunter rank three, you will open up options for armor that are based on things that you're not even hunting. Like, right. You'll 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 open it up to like now the meow scenarios can only bring back these items. Uh, yeah, it's gotcha. gotcha. Dave Dave's just like, like I uh, love oh. the names. I know. So I know much. me too. It's so good. Ugh. Uh I, I will say, like I I'm glad that you're playing this one, Susan, but I almost wish you had played one of the previous ones so you could have the experience of how much better all of these mm. things are. Because yeah. the dogs are brand new. All that mobility has never been in this game before. Ever. But
2: you run so slowly. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and r- holding the run button used to deplete your stamina almost instantly. Oh, no. Yeah, y- yeah. No. No, yeah. No. No, 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 oh. no. No, no, no. No, thank you. No, thank you. That's okay. I'm okay. good. Like, like this, this game gives you, like, it, it's all of a sudden, like, you remember, like, what Capcom is good at. Mm. Like, you don't want Capcom to give you the deep thinking, man, like, RPG. Yes, I did. It's called Dragon's
1: Dogma, and it's wonderful.
0: No, no. But, like, even Dragon's Dogma isn't <laughs> okay, like, yeah, about, about, is Okay, like, <laughs> yeah, fair. That game is kind of stupid. Yeah. But, you know, like, Dave, the awesome feeling in Dragon's Dogma, you're like, there's a fucking Cyclops. I'm going to jump on its face.
1: Yeah, and just, like, <laughs> crawl, crawl up its <laughs> leg until so you get to Frankie. its eye, and then just start stabbing it in the eye.
0: Monster Hunter Rise. Boils that feeling down into a single moment, and it lets you do it over and over and over again. It's like, get on a fucking dog, (laughs) ride that dog at an alligator the size of a rich person's house, and then jump off that dog 50 feet into the air and then land on that alligator's face with a sword as big as its leg. So satisfying. Uh, are you going to stick with it Susan? Are you going to oh, like yeah. you're gonna- Oh yeah. Let me okay. Let me explain to you the
2: situation I currently find myself in. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's 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 one of my own making. So I can't even be like aggravated. Okay. So, a few weeks ago I asked my husband if he would like to play Civ 6 together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because you can play Civ 6 and be on the same team and blah blah blah, blah whatever whatever. Fine and he said yes to humor me and then lo and behold he actually really enjoys it so it, rather than us playing Civ individually next to each other we're playing the same game and it makes him very happy mm. now <laughs> when I have free time he wants to play Civ and I'm like sneaking in <laughs> monster hunts like, as, like, oh, oh are you going to take a shower Okay. All right. Then like, can I get how many quests can I get done before he's eaten, before, before he's dry? Yeah.
0: yeah. No, that that that'll happen. I my the the group that I have managed to keep this tabletop RPG going with like we've been playing for like almost two years now. Oh, nice. Our, our game is completely derailed. It's over because we all, <laughs> we're all playing Monster Hunter together now, and like I I. I I can't think of a single time in my life that I have played an online game with anybody for like more than a, a week or two. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, yeah, I'm I'm in there. Uh, I mentioned this on discord. This was the worst thing in the world, but the group that I'm playing with, we, we were like, got into this habit of texting each other and just being like, you want a gun? Let's go gun gunton, gunton, monster gunton. And the only, the only reason was that we think it's funny to put consonants in the front of words uh-huh. that don't belong there. So, like, do you want an apple? No, I want a dapple. Give me a dapple. Oh, my
2: God, you're an idiot.
0: Horrible Yeah. People. Horrible, annoying people. But we got our comeuppance for being annoying. Oh, no. Because, yeah, so we were yeah. like, gunting, 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 guns, 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 guns. Somebody... Tells us, you guys realize that that's what they call the people in Ready Player One, don't you? And <gasps> yeah, like, the, the people who what? are, like,
1: doing the Willy Wonka quest. Fucking what?
0: Are called and Gunters. Then we, yeah, then we look it up, and that's what they're called. And it fucking ruined Monster Hunter quest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. The worst. The worst. You need to send us sternly... Worded letter to Ernest Klein, I think. I, oh no! Oh, God,
0: I I like, and I said I said this. Now I can't remember what online medium I said this on, but I was like, "Ready Player One ruins things, even when Ready Player One isn't readily present. It just it ruins. I mean that's everything. just true. Yeah, Ready no, Player that's One true. ruins everything. It does.
2: Um, by the right. way, it's garbage. It's. So I'm funny. sorry if you like it. No,
0: I, I don't. I don't want to watch, offend. Watch this, Susan. Watch this. Transformers, He-Man, Spider-Man. What, what, what is that? Star the That Wars. was the that
1: Demi video of the guy that he he made the. It's like yeah, you know, I made a theme song for Ready Player One movie that the studio rejected, but here you go. And It's remember, remember Transformers, remember Japan.
0: Ready Player One. <laughs> Why aren't we millionaires right now? We just named a bunch of things in a row. I can hey remember in, family ties. I I can throw in some like gross misogyny just between references, right? Isn't that isn't that the winning is it,
2: formula? Is, is it misogynistic? Oh, oh, oh
1: dude, oh, Susan. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's there. Oh, there's also some like weird gender stuff too, because the whole thing about like a character being female in the game but like male in real life, or vice versa. If if you read passages
0: of when he's when the main character, the you know, oh, I'm out of shape, but I have a heart of gold. Like I know all the nerd stuff better than anybody. Uh, If you could read some passages of him describing like the, like his love, the interest. love interest of of like the, the manic yeah. pixie dream girl. Who's also mm-hmm. somebody he needs to save, but like, Oh my God, you would think it was satire. You would think no fucking way. Did somebody write this in earnest after the, <sighs> year. His not, name. Oh damn it. No, yeah. that's not, that was accidental. That was accidental. Uh, but nobody, nobody would write this and and be serious after say, nineteen eighty five or eighty.
1: Like it's it's written with all the grace of a Reddit post.
0: Like yeah, it's grotesque. Oh, um, so yeah, we need to come up with a new. So funny it's way. Joss Whedon the book. No, 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 no. I mean, when I tell you, it makes like the shit in the last three seasons of Buffy look legitimately feminist. <laughs>
1: By comparison, well, and, and like at least <laughs> but, Joss Whedon is writing yes. original stories and not just saying, "Hey, yeah. remember?" But yeah, it's
0: remember yeah, the that, Goonies.
1: Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking
0: stupid, Ready Player One. So now we need to come up with a new funny word to say to each other. It's very disappointing.
1: It's and you'll find out it's it's from his second book, Armada, which <laughs> yeah, which like is literally doing... <laughs> just "What if the last Starfighter was real?" It turned out. From his other books.
0: Shit. Why? Why? Is, why? Why did he just go Munt? Because then it's Monster Hunt. Well, because none of this is interesting. One of the <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's no like it's like describing your dreams to somebody. No one fucking cares about like your online game adventures. Uh, <laughs> but my one my one friend was the last one to join us, and uh-huh. he plays as a gunner. So he's okay. Made, come gunt with us. You gun come hunt, and gunt. Yeah. Oh, oh, Now everyone's oh, just gunting. Now, right. Now it's, it's ruined. It's terrible. Okay. It's fucking terrible.
2: Uh, Look, in fairness, everybody has incredibly stupid things that only work with a select group of people. Witness this podcast. I was just gonna say, <laughs> witness this podcast. <like, laughs>
0: we don't know why people want to hear us do this. I have
2: no idea, dude. I do I, It baffles me on the Uh,
0: daily. I I actually do, like, on that note, I want you guys to realize that it it will, in uh, a month and a half, have been five years since the three of us were in a room together. I'm not okay with that. It sucks. It sucks. Uh, And for listeners, here's a little bit of trivia for you. The last time we were all in a room together, five years ago, literally traced a person out of an elevator going, We're normal! We're normal! (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh god, that did happen, didn't it? Yeah. We're normal! Was that yeah that, that was at the nightclub hotel, right? That, that was at the at that, that was at
0: nightclub hotel. Uh <laughs> wait, was
2: this okay wait. That was the there's 16. there's E3 then there was a there was a PAX
0: where the three of us no. uh had dinner but then Dave no, had because No, because Dave wasn't Dave couldn't come to that PAX. That was PAX East seventeen. Sam was there. Uh, old, former, former, uh, co-host of this show from the Radio Radar days, uh, Sam Prell was there, but not Dave. okay. okay. Uh, oh, no,
2: the last, the last time I'm remembering being with Dave was the time where he had to leave because his kids were having a meltdown and his no, wife was like, please come home. Yeah. But then there's also. Oh,
1: the, it might've been PAX, West. PAX yeah, West. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying.
2: PAX, okay. PA, it was PAX West. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it was Seattle that's where you live and yeah talk about interesting conversations this is this is really good radio <laughs> this we're radio. doing right now yeah. Everybody. Right. yeah
0: so let's talk about dave's board game wives <laughs> dave's like
1: them board game wives <laughs> The, the, there's a there's a, a an episode of the later seasons of the it crowd where like moss and everyone starts like a board game youtube channel and their intro is just like the, this like techno intro and they're like board game board game <laughs> trying to make this super inter- that that's that's what we're getting into now the interesting board game talk of the of mm-hmm. the show so we've got monster hunter and we've got board games okay so I played the Stardew Valley board game, which came out of nowhere. like, yeah, yeah, didn't, like they concer- ju- didn't they just didn't the Stardew Valley people
0: just like hop on Twitter one day and be like, yeah hey, Concerned we did Dave it in was secret- just like,
1: yeah, it's a Tuesday. All right, yeah, we t- the past two years we've been secretly designing and testing a board game when it's done, and you can buy it today now. Buy it now today. Uh and like like I was looking and it like, sold out in a day. Yeah. Uh Kaisa was like, You have to buy this. I was like, wait, it's not like a Kickstarter, it's just out and she's like, Yeah, you can buy because that was that's always the thing with these board games, is there's always some announcement and it's like, Oh, it's a Kickstarter, this won't be done for a year and a half. And I'm just like, Wake me up when it's done. I know uh, people who have seven hundred
0: to one thousand dollars of just like Outstanding board games. Yeah. That will
1: show up one day. Wow. Um, They're
0: expensive. Board games are freaking expensive. They're expensive,
1: especially when you start getting in Kickstarter land too, when they're like, hey, if you spend $200 over listing price, we'll give you a whole bunch of add ons that will never be available ever in stores. Um, Or reality. Or or (laughs) reality. Like the Metal Gear game that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Uh, So. Stardew Valley the board game I like it but it's not I don't think it it's not like a board game like like oh we're going to crack open Monopoly or Life or something mm-hmm. it's like it's like it's more complex than like Catan or Carcassonne and I think a lot of people uh, like, they, they made specific mention on their store page saying, like, this is kind of an inter- intermediate board game. If you're just like, hey, I like Stardew Valley and I want a board game, this might not be for you. And oh. you, you get a sense of it just by looking at the rules. Because the rules on the face of it are very intimidating looking. Because there's a lot going on. Once you actually get the whole game and realize that you can only do maybe, like, two actions in a turn. It's less intimidating, but it's it's one of those games where you have to see the whole machine in motion before you really get a sense of everything that you can do. So it's a... It's, it's like, it's up to four players. It's a co-op game. And the idea is that you and your friends are all on star, the, the the farm at Stardew Valley, Um uh, And you're there for a year. You start in spring and you end in winter. And your objective is to complete four of your grandpa's goals as well as fill out the the community center. The community center has six different cards that each have specific item requirements. So you need to fulfill all of these things by the end of winter. And you win. If you lose, uh, Joja, the evil Amazon stand-in, takes over the town. Uh, and uh yeah walmart wins basically Dave, is uh,
0: is this
1: canonical
0: with the game is there like does this fit in with the game at all in any
1: way no but, and that, that's the thing like it's not it's not like a it's not a story it's very much just like uses the theme of stardew valley and the things that you do in it to present its own sort of Game and strategy and rules. Hmm.
3: Hmm. So,
1: so yeah, like it's not, it's it's very much its own separate thing. But like I said, there's a lot of the flavor. Like one of the cards you'll find is the the mermaid's pendant, which you can use to marry someone, which has in-game benefits. Board um, game,
0: wise Board 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 game, game what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> board game. So the way that the game breaks now, and is there are three phases. You have season cards you flip over. <laughs> And then you follow the season cards the season cards have different icons which affect like oh joja put up a sign on this one part of the of the town which means that either you can't use that action on the town or it costs extra or something or whatever or uh your crops grow or it's raining so now like you don't have to water. you spend an action to water your plants they just like uh whatever and then or or it gives you like a free action to sell your items just different things that happen On that specific turn at the start then you have your planning phase where you're working together with your friends you're like okay we need to plan out what we're doing on 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 this turn of the game Uh, you can go to the mines I have this item I can give you to make your mining easier I'll grow the crops and then I can sell them Uh, and then once you've planned everything out you've traded items uh, how you want then you do your actions, and you just you move your little your character token on one of the spots of the map, and you proceed to do your action. And this is the part where, like, up front, it's very complicated, because you have to know what everything does before you can make, like, a reasonable decision. So, like, there's the store where you can buy seeds uh, or sell items. There's your farm, which you you can spend an action to water your plants. There's the mine where you can go and fight monsters and find geodes. You can go fishing. It's got all of the bits of the game. And then you can take an action at one spot and then take another action at that spot, or you can take an action and then move to a connected location. Which and again, like I'm explaining a board game on a podcast, your eyes are glazing over.
3: <laughs>
2: No, actually, see, like he, he, this is of no, interest to me yeah. because I have this game. Yeah. And we sat down to tr- to set it up and read the instructions and it, I was like, dude, uh I graduated college with less effort than than this <laughs> yeah. is taking. So, yeah. So I'm I'm this is this is of interest to me. But I've I'm been, going to while yeah. I'm talking, I'm just going to interject one thing. Yeah. You can't get the game back in the box once you've set it up. <laughs> <laughs> because, no, because what all the, 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 the tokens, the cards and, n- 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 but Night. good board games have slots and whatever, and blah, blah blah blah, this is like fuck you, figure it out <laughs> whatever, we don't care it comes all nice in these you know, because you, you punch the pieces out of the of the cards and it's really nice cardboard stock and that's great, but once they're all out, it doesn't go neatly back in the box anymore, so if, like they don't give you little bags or, or you bands bags? or no, you should have bags in there. Well, I mean, there's the bags for oh, the tokens. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, like you've got you've got the pile of season cards.
1: Yeah,
0: that's gonna yeah. just go everywhere.
1: Anyway, yeah, that's bring, the problem I have with bring it. Bring your own continue. sandwich baggies
0: and rubber bands. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I um, do. I will say really quickly. I I am not bored by this stuff because I am fascinated with the attempt to translate video games to a board too. game format. Me mm. too. And the, re- like the reason is, is I'm always, like, interested from afar. But I, I... I It's almost like the effort of turning a video game into a board game, it has some of the, the failing that comes with, like, a fan-made sequel to an mm. established video game, mm-hmm. wherein the impulse seems to be, let's overcomplicate everything. Let us, mm-hmm. like... This will be an exercise in gilding the lily. But this is the only example i can think of where the designer of the
1: of this the same across both well i i don't know how involved he was i think he might have signed off on it oh i thought i thought he made it no this is produced by the name is on here somewhere i'm sure but no there is a um so yeah no it's designed by uh cole medeiros um artwork by a bunch of people and i think like Like it's based on a game created by Eric Barone, who is concerned a. But yeah, like no, this game was designed. That's okay. That's that's not what I thought it was. I but like I I don't know. Then
0: (laughs) I always see things like we're kickstarting a Mega Man board game. I want to be like you missed the fucking point of the source material. So like (laughs) this this doesn't this sounds. I like and, and Susan, please forgive the words that are about to come out of my mouth, please. I have always bounced off of Stardew Valley because I find it overly complicated. Like it's too Oh, it is. I find mm. it it's I find that game very overwhelming. And yeah. Uh like so to hear you talking about all these rules like it, it's it's Feels same shit, different day. Yeah, not yeah. In a negative, way, like not a but, pejorative
1: sense. But no, like everything is there. Like you have yeah. the the community goals or the the community center, which has different goals, just like the game. And it's like, oh, you have to get like. A rare fish. And there's like a whole, the, there's like, like the fishing has its own little set of rules. And mining has its own, like its own deck of cards that like you flip through as you descend levels of the mine. And you can upgrade your starting tools, which will allow you to do different things. And like, again, it all sounds like a lot. Um, the thing, the, the couple things that I think helped me understand it immediately one was watch a video there are some youtube videos that just give you like a rules explanation of everything and i think it's really good having someone who has played it before explaining what each little thing does and then when you can actually like look at the rule book you're like you start like the gears in your head start fitting how all of the pieces fit together the other thing that helped i think was i played a very similar board game called viticulture which is a game about, um, uh, you, you grow your own winery, you have your own vineyard and you, uh, but the, the difference with this one is that you're competing with other people and you don't really interact with other people other than there's a central board of that game that has all the different actions that you can take. So like you can buy grapes, you can plant your grapes, you can harvest your grapes, you can, uh, All this different stuff. And uh, you put your action down, and that determines what you're doing for that season. And so seeing all of the different rules of that game, because that's another one where it's like, it's not really complicated once you get everything, because you can only, you have like two actions in a turn, you decide what you want to do, and then you're building the machine that works over time with you and you're adding to it and you're like looking, okay, where's my machine lacking? And then you're putting things down, but you're not like, it's not like Dungeons and Dragons where you're having to do math all the time. You're just, you make a decision and... And then, um, as as you continue playing, you decide, well, okay, where do I need to make other decisions? Because the stuff that because we're missing some things, we're like as we were when we were playing. We noticed that, like, we were spending too much time mining and fishing. We were neglecting growing food. So we didn't have any money. So then we started going and buying seeds and then planting them. And then, like, like Kaisa realized that she had, like, her starting tool was a hoe, which you use to, like, you can... Um, Typically, you can only plant one seed in a spot, but the hoe allows you to plant more than one seed in the spot, so you can load your farm up with a bunch of stuff and just rake in money. So, this game allows you... I think the cooperative element also really softens the blow of this sort of... The complexity of it, because you... The, it's not about hiding things from other players it's not about trying to beat other players you're trying to beat freaking walmart uh, and you're trying to work together to do it so you can you can talk things out like uh, if if i understand that like because of my starting tool as a pickaxe that I'm gonna be focusing a lot on mining and going to the museum and donating my geodes that I find or whatever and whereas like another person could be focusing on farming and so everyone's got their own thing that they're they're focusing on in the game but you can collaborate and trade items and and really think think things through and talk things through together and i think that works into its favor a lot like it feel it, it up front the complexity barrier is hard but i think like once you get in and you actually start playing and like figuring out the machine that the game is built around um i think it's a lot of fun i think there's something there How does it compare... Have either of you played Stardew Valley multiplayer?
0: I know that's a thing Mm -hmm. you can do now. Yeah, I just... uh, Russ and I did that for, like, 130 hours. I was just gonna say, you and Russ did that leading up to the expansion stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: Does this have that vibe, or is it... Well, because, like, I I play Stardew Valley uh i've tried place to play single player and it's too too much like Mm -hmm. anthony uh, you and i both have the same wall where it's just like there's too much stuff i feel like uh, that fomo sets in where i'm like am i doing am i maximizing my (laughs) output to do everything that i (laughs) the way other people feel when they play
0: metal gear when they're like i gotta be doing something wrong i i I, i've been like alerted the guards i hate this that's yeah. how I feel playing Stardew Valley. Yeah, like, I, I just... Like, Fuck, I f- my crops aren't right. I'm leaving. Yeah, my
1: crops aren't right. The event's tomorrow. I'm gonna miss something important if I don't do everything right the first time. And then I just, I hit a wall where I'm like, I I can't, this time, my time on this planet is finite. And this is hitting me in such a way that, like, I it can't replay it. It fascinates. It absolutely
2: fascinates me yeah. that that you two guys who are clearly so capable of the you know managing all kinds of in-game minutia and strategizing and i, I it just and i and i mean this genuinely yes. i find it fascinating that applying that to this Cute, sweet little farm sim just
0: rocks your world and you freak out. Susan, I still haven't finished Oberdin. That's not a long game. I still haven't finished. Overden is a lot. Overden Ob- is a lot. Oberdin and like, like, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. But the same thing happens to me when I play Stardew Valley. Is you know like <laughs> when you see like a little kid in elementary school and they're being confronted with learning something really hard like math and they just mm. fall asleep
2: <laughs>
3: I can't say
0: that I do know that but okay well yeah like it's like it's it's like a thing that like teachers have to deal with where like if a kid is is dealing with something that is frustrating to the point that it's stressful like sometimes they just fall asleep Wow! Okay. And if I'm playing Stardew Valley or Oberdin for more than like forty five minutes, I start to get sleepy. <laughs>
1: and it's not because I'm bored. It's because I'm like, I'm not up to this. Hey, it's the t- it's the oh. time it's the time constraint. It's one hundred percent the like. Yeah. You only have this amount of time in the day if you waste time walking around or walking to the wrong spot or, like, oh, you go to this place and, oh, they closed because you got there 10 minutes too late, like, that's the thing that really, like, it just, it gets to me. And then... You can never, ever play Harvest
2: Moon. Don't... Because Harvest Moon... So at least the old ones. It's... It's... Because that's, like, you actually have to count the steps yep. to maximize mm-hmm. your day. Yes. Stardew is... is much more uh, forgiving about that. But the, the thing you're describing, that's me encountering games where you go backwards and forwards in time.
0: Yeah, yeah, we were just <laughs> talking about that. We were just, yeah, yes. I, I completely,
1: mm-hmm. I completely
0: get it in every way. And the thing is, is I know, I know that there are people who have that feeling. Dear friend of the show, Adam Rosenberg. Adam hates Mega Man games. He detests mm. them. And the reason is, is that for him, his brain re- recoils at the, like, now time this jump. Because to him, it's, like, punitive and just, like, his mind doesn't work that way. Yeah, he's right, by the way. It is punitive. Whereas to me, that is, like, it, it is... it. Uh, <laughs> you know the movie Frailty? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's a very good movie. It's a very good movie. You know, you know when Hudson looks in a field and there's just a beam of light shining on that axe? That's my brain every time I play an action game like that. It's just like ah. And then McConaughey's traumatized because I do a bunch of crazy (laughs) stuff. Okay,
2: nope, nope, nobody's seen this movie, boo.
0: Like, you know. Wait, frailty's uh, totally relevant for references. Everybody gets these frailty drops. But to circle it back around, (laughs) the
1: co-op... Frailty's got a
0: farm, it's relevant. Yeah, it's relevant.
1: Uh, The co-op lessens that. Because it's... Mm. Because my wife and I, we can collaborate on the things that we need to do. It's like, okay, well, you go to the store. Well, yeah. because she's also, she's played it a million times, so she knows exactly what to do. Mm. So she's just, I'm just like, okay, well, what should I do now? I was like, oh, can you go to the mine? We can kill some stuff. Okay, we'll go to the mine, we'll kill some. And, like, that, coupled with the fact where it's just us hanging out, playing a game, mm. rather than me trying to, like, play a game on my own and go, like, I have to see everything, that part of it like I, I can let go of the uh, you know obsessive compulsive part of myself that needs to com- complete everything in the game. Uh, and that's how I feel about the board game too. It's it's it's, you know, I feel like at least for me, I don't play board games to win. I play them because they're social lubricant. They are a thing Mm, to do mm. to be around other people. Mm. And, like, you know, like, I've played Twilight Imperium with with a bunch of friends, and, like, you know, we're all trying to win, and that game takes, like, 12 hours to play on a good day. And by the end of it, like, I don't even care if I'm in, like, dead last. I'm just hanging out, having a good Mm. time. And that's how this board game felt when I was playing it with my wife and my kid. It was just like like whether we won or lost, like didn't matter. We got to work together on a thing, try to figure it out together, and I don't know, we had some fun with it. It's like you have I think you have to go it's not like it's not gonna blow your mind like the Stardew Valley board game did or the video game did. Because the Stardew Valley came out and like, oh my God, this is amazing. Everyone's like losing their shit over it. And I get it. It's like wonderfully crafted. All the music's impactful, Graphics impeccable. All the systems intertwined. This is very much a. It is derivative of other board games, but am, I'm jealous. Start
0: of it. it's Stardew Valley. I'm it's I'm fun. very jealous that you two have spouses that you can play board games with, because uh, I could. I Kate Kate would never ever play a board game <laughs> ever. <laughs> No, not any kind of board game. No, and I, I've like, I've like, I've like tried to sort of like, like be like, yeah, hey, what if this Catan thing people seem to be like, mm, no, no. Oh, we, we've been playing a lot of Uno though. That mm. en- Uno's ends, good. Ends in a lot of fist fights, like oh. yeah. full on, yeah. like, uh, Tyler Durden hit right. me as hard as you possibly can, kind right. of conversations, which is that's good. That's good for a couple. that's healthy. That's yeah. that's cool.
2: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Stardew like Valley sounds, um. Okay, so the co-op nature of it sounds like uh, very similar to the, uh, I think it's called Battle for Hogwarts, the Harry Potter uh, card game, uh, co-op game, which is, it's the same deal. uh, You have goals that you need to achieve, you can only do so much in a turn, so you have to sort of talk amongst yourselves to figure out what the best strategy is to fight whichever member of Voldemort's crew is messing with you and it's it's that one's cool because it's each level is based on the year of uh the books like oh, what cool. year okay. harry's in yeah so like level one it's simple because harry's like five
0: yeah. so you know but yeah that's cool i'm into it i i will i will give it a shot so i uh, susan you i do you you have it right you have I do. It, you have, yeah. you do have it and it's it's frustrating to put away can you play you, it? Can't. <laughs> can you? Can you play it by yourself? Yeah, I, I've, I've technically, just, yes. technically yes. Technically yes. All right, that's always interesting to me too. Because uh, not last year, but the year before, I learned how to play Gloomhaven, which is that is yeah, a very you want a nice. you want d- a game you that is something. difficult
1: to put away. Woo. I had multiple oh, yeah. tackle boxes,
0: uh, but like I like I I was impressed that Gloomhaven was the first time I ever encountered a board game that would actually be interesting to play by yourself. But mm-hmm. I, I, that I would feel like a doofus.
1: If I'm waiting. For, I, well, I'm, I'm waiting for the video. You want to talk about like that's a game that it's a board game based on video games conceptually right. wrapped around all the way back into a board game again. Yeah. Um. And they're making a video game based off of that board game that's going to have all of the campaign stuff in it. So at that point, I'm just like. I'll wait for that to be done. Yeah, I'll play like that. rather than take two hours to set it up every time. You just play that online with your friends. It does all the math for you. It's great. Um Yeah, no, I I am I am fascinated by like board games that turn like v- board games based off of video games or even just other properties entirely. Like I remember playing the Doom board game, and that game is really good. Uh it actually apparently like it's 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 out of print because they they lost the license to it. But uh, Fantasy Flight ended up turning it into Descent, which became its own sort of like fantasy tabletop huh. board like board game. Experience. Yeah, like it basically is the same game. You're like up to four people going through dungeons the dungeons are all modular they're like puzzle pieces that you like put together there's a campaign book and the campaign book will like as you walk into a room it will reveal the monsters in the room except instead of slinging spells you've got your fucking shotgun bfg and stuff uh, it's really cool if you can find a copy of it that uh the battlestar galactica board game also great. Because I, it, I fucking love that game. It's I so good. It because it's card like, card like completely. it takes the, the core concept of the show. It's like, what if yeah. the people around you aren't who they say they are? Yeah. And it turns great. it into... Because um, you still... you Because it's, it's the perfect balance of like
0: cooperative and competitive. Yeah. Because um, you don't know who's fucking with you. Yeah. But you I still
1: have to work together with people. I, I played it years ago now. Uh...
0: But, like, the first time I ever played it, and I I was Princess Rosalind, and I was the silent. Uh, and I don't know why I said it like that the silent yeah, silent. Yeah, I don't
2: either. First of all, she's not a princess. I was a Marie. <laughs> she's a president.
0: <laughs> I, I, did, I say, did I say princess? You, did. you sure did. <laughs> princess Rosalind and, and King Adama. <laughs> yeah. Please forgive me. I've been selling, celebrating a five-year-old's birthday party that all while, week, yeah, and I think the word princess has exited my mouth eight hundred and three times. Um, but yeah, there's a Resident Evil two board game. I'm just putting that out there. I know. Like there are so many of these things now. If you go to like a Target, the entire aisle is video game board games. Um, and, huh. And Back to the Future, the board game, which. I just can't imagine that being comfortable. No. Uh, there
1: was one game that I played back in high school. Do you remember like Steve Jackson games? They made Munchkin and a bunch of other stuff. Um, they made a game called Frag which was basically like what if we took a like Quake 2 deathmatch and turned it into a turn-based board game. <laughs> and yeah, it was like I was just it came in this like it was like super cheap. It came in this like super thin box that just fit in my backpack. The board was like just like matte paper but you would lay it down and there would be like, like exploding barrels on the map and like you run over and get pickups and make you invincible like I, I i don't know i love stuff like that and i think when done right like you said anthony like it's it's cool but it's also like just to see to see how other people take a game that already exists in motion yeah. Like, that can't exist in, like, a tabletop form, and, like, find what are the pieces that make this particular thing special, and make it so that you can play it without any contraptions. It's,
0: it's neat. Uh, that is actually a very good transition into our final topic of today, and... Uh, I don't I don't think we can go too deep into this because I feel like unfortunately I'm in a little bit of like preview for next time on Continue podcast. <laughs> uh, cuz I'm just not that deep into the games that I am and this coming week are so many things that I want to play and I'm excited to talk about because R-Type Final 2 oh is boy. coming. <laughs> Yay, who likes some weird sequels to shit from the 80s? Uh R type final two and Returnal. I don't know if you guys are planning on playing Returnal. I want uh, to. It looks cool. That's I, the I,
1: that's the house mark one. Right? That's that
0: house mark thing. I I picked it up not because not because I desperately need like the PlayStation Five experience, but because I feel like fucking Sony has taken house mark hostage, and they're like <laughs> this this. This this studio's almost gone out of business four times over the last decade. Now we're gonna force them to make us an exclusive, and it's gonna be $70. And if they don't
1: sell so many copies that they make us rich, we're
0: gonna fucking close this studio. Big thanks, Sony. Fine. We'll have
1: Sony Bend make a star, Super Stardust Ultra. Yes. And we'll put I, Freakers it, it, in it.
0: It feels like if nobody buys Returnal at launch that that's going to happen. Like I put in a pre-order with Best Buy, and I like looked at my phone. I was like, where's the fucking picture of Mark holding up today's newspaper, Sony? I gave you your money, you sons of bitch. <laughs> 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 Too far. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I wish everybody listening could see Susan's face at this exact moment. But, I so those things are things I'm going to be playing seven days from uh, when we're recording this right now. But uh, in the past week, I have been playing things that Dave was talking about with board games, taking a game that already exists and interpreting it and building it into something. And this... I feel like the experience I've had in the past week is going to be something that all of us are going to have to deal with for the next 18 months. Because the pandemic has pushed all of ye next-gen mm-hmm. games way out, and I feel like we're all going to be in remake and remaster town for a little bit. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Uh, I, I've We've talked on this show a lot before about why remakes are generally a good thing, and why remasters are generally a good thing. Uh, and two things that I've been playing... Are sort of the the platonic <laughs> ideal of the remaster. Uh, I have been playing Medieval for PlayStation Four. Medieval evil. evil? I, I I think I'm the only human being that's actually played this game. Like it came out and then vanished from the from the world uh, unnoticed, even though it was like a great PlayStation Four exclusive. And I've also been playing near replicant version.
1: Don't say One, the number.
0: I'm not going to say the number. Even, I don't know if you guys uh, saw this making the rounds on Twitter on Friday, but Yoko Taro, the director and creator of Nier, was like, yeah, I threw the number on there just to mess with people. You should probably all ignore that. doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> the, quote, the, quote's, the quote's amazing. <laughs> He's just like, I don't even know why Square Enix made this. It's not going to sell. I know Automata sold really well, but that doesn't... This is a different game. I don't know why they did this. Okay, wait, okay. But, yes. What is this? All right, so... (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Near Near Replicant and Medieval are very much the same things. These are... They are more than an HD remaster. They're not just like, all right, we cleaned it up, now it looks pretty on a modern TV, fucking go play it. Uh, They are the same foundation game. Like, the same thing is all there. They basically play identical to the originals, uh, but the overhaul isn't just, okay, this is going to look nice in 1080p or 4K or whatever. They've touched everything up. Medieval is the same game with a whole PlayStation 4, just skin put on top of it. And Nier is very much the same thing. And Nier, the original Nier uh, came out on original uh, like HD hardware. Like, it was a PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 game. So, it's not like it was an SD game that needed to be upgraded, but it was a game made in Unreal by uh, a Japanese studio in 2010. <laughs> and all well, that It's looking
1: kind of brown.
0: Looking kind of brown. Uh, and it was like, it you know, you turned on Nier originally and you were like, did somebody just take Vaseline and pour it into my Xbox 360? Like, why is there just petroleum jelly? All over this entire game. Was the
2: board queen there? <laughs>
0: they, they were <laughs> misting it up. They were misting the whole thing. Uh, they so the new the new game like the haziness of it, the blurry, the 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 sort of washed out look of the game is now like a purely aesthetic choice. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of like a way. To say that people should try both of these games in a way that automatically won't have somebody be like, that's terrible.
1: (laughs) Uh, It sounds disrespectful.
0: It sounds disrespectful. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't said that for a long time. We haven't, yeah. Uh, And uh, Bill, just a short note here at uh, 1 hour 30. I'm so sorry, guys. I hate to do this on audio format, but. (laughs) (laughs) Bill, leave it in. My allergi- how let the listeners know. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, my my allergies are going haywire, and I'm like, don't blow your nose. It's worry so no. bad. Don't blow your nose. Did no. you
2: see the post, the picture I posted the other day?
0: No. Was it just like a blanket of pollen all over everything? No. It's
2: uh, it's two paw prints on my oh. leg. Perfect paw prints because Chloe ran around outside, came in, and did the thing like where she put her feet on me, like, "Hey, mommy." Boosh! It's just.
0: Pollen. Yeah, the 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 vacillation from like forty to seventy degrees that's happening every three hours here is really yeah. like playing a super it's uh, the best. Anyway, yeah. so near and medieval, near and medieval, both games that when they originally came out on the original hardware, and medieval was a PS one game way back in the day. Uh, the the sort of hazy presentation of both these games made them feel like they played like shit. Uh, hmm. In the case of medieval. You're this sort of goofy, wonky knight. Uh, You're a skeleton. And you have a sword. And, you know, when you think of a sword, you think, slice! You've got length. And his sword reaches about one centimeter in front of him. Like, dee, 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 dee. (laughs) And, And I tried the PS1 version of this just recently on PlayStation Vita. Rest in peace. No, it's uh, it's still kicking. It's, it's kicking. I know. I know. They gave it. They gave Jim, it. Jim Jim
1: Ryan gave it life again.
0: <laughs> Jim Ryan, old Jim. Uh, you know, I I tried it on there, and it is like it's very charming, but it's almost unplayable because y- you have such limited reach, and there's that PlayStation One blurriness to everything, where everything's just like a little out. That, that dither. That dither, and it doesn't feel like you could possibly connect with anything. The PlayStation Four version, yeah, it like it looks really cool. Uh, and Susan, for somebody who likes uh, British, like dry, goofy oh medieval, British I, I played medieval when it came oh, out. Like I played, yeah. I played OG medieval, and it's just
2: so charming. It's so
0: charming, and now like I can enjoy it. It's the it's the perfect remaster because everything is there. And by making everything crystal clear, you can just go about, and now the the like two inch reach in front of you with the sword doesn't matter. Uh, now I can tell what's happening, so it's not <laughs> it's not really a problem. And it's not like it, it, it's it's a situation where the the remaster like it doesn't feel. Like, it's gone too far. You know, like, I I wanted to experience this original game. It was antiquated in a way that kept me from engaging it. And the update is just there to let you engage it.
1: It's uh, like that, uh, the Spyro trilogy and the yes. Crash trilogy mm, where yes. it's like, like, I think they, they must've done some things to modernize a few things here and there, but it's mostly they, just like a graphical overhaul. Uh,
0: well, I think I was telling you guys about this when I played Crash Bandicoot 4 recently where they're like, oh wait, like this wasn't a fundamentally flawed idea. They just did it shittily back in the day. That was, <laughs> uh, and like this this is sort of in that vein you're like oh it wasn't a fundamentally flawed game like you just couldn't see what you were freaking doing and near is is very similar in that uh the the action in the original near was just really floaty and really just weightless you know people love near automata the game that came out a few years ago but the original near you know, it was clearly a, like, B-team game coming from Square, and they they didn't have a lot to make it feel really good. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> it was either that or just sneeze all over my, my screen. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <clears throat> but it now, like, so what they've done with Nier is now everything, even though it's still, like, very washed out and... Uh, Sort of hazy. Hazy is just the only word for it. If you, when you play the game, you'll see everything is it looks like an Enya video. You're expecting somebody to like, go <laughs> sail away, sail away, sail away. But it's now hazy in a way that makes it feel intentional. You know, you can see your character. You can feel exactly what they're doing in the field and they've cleaned it up in a way that like all right well the character models now look like something that would come out on a PlayStation 4 the environment looks the same but you can the action feels very snappy because it's so much more clear and i i love this i love that this is how we're going to be playing games for the next year and a half while people catch up after the pandemic uh, and finish the new stuff because they can get back to work. Uh, because uh, like, this is... I don't necessarily always want something to be remade, you know? I don't necessarily want something to be done over from top to bottom because I want to play the game that people thought were good in the first place, but it's not always easy to get to that game on its own merits because the moment may have passed. Play uh, Fantasy Star Online... Yeah, you could play Fantasy Star online on a on a PC server today, but it wouldn't feel right cuz you're not getting the the tactile experience of that network those people at that moment in time, etc. Uh so I I want I I do have want to talk about Near and Medieval More when I've played more. You know, I've only played a couple of hours of each. So I don't have really deep thoughts for everybody. Uh Near Susan is just like it's just the 2010 game to answer your question. This is a remaster of the game from 2010. It's, so it's is, near. War. Is
1: it the? Is it the? Okay. Is it the Japanese version? <laughs> All right. Yeah. And yes. Or is it the? Because uh, because in Japan they released two versions. There was near replicant and near gestalt. And your Replicant stars like a like a anime boy guy, yes. and Gestalt, which was made for Western audiences, stars like a gruff old and those ugly are man.
0: they're exactly the same game.
1: There's the same so they, game. It's just the yeah. character model is different and the I actors
0: will, different. So this this one is the Japanese version. This is Near Replicant. There is no hulking Conan esque uh, hero. Yeah, he's an ugly looking dude. I will say there there is like. It's very weird that they just made them the same game, because the way they're presented really changes the dynamic of how you feel about these characters at the beginning, because the way it's framed in the Western version with this hulking He-Man guy is that you are a character with your daughter, and you are trying to help heal her because she is terminally ill. The way it's presented in the Japanese version with the wafy guy is you are, it's his sister. And you wouldn't, (laughs) if somebody just like casually explained that, you'd be like, all right, I can see kind of how you'd swap those things out. Playing this in a scenario where it's brother and sister feels so much fucking less weird. (laughs) Just the way these characters talk about each other. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, know, when I played the original game back in 2010, I was like, "Father and daughter." Like, I guess this is just like adding to the surreal vibe of everything that's happening. Like, no, it just fucking wasn't written to be a <laughs> father and daughter. What? There's the what? Then why? The thinking and like, it's so. It's apod- the same.
1: It's it, the same reason why you got
0: hot dog, wife, arm. Yeah, well, no, it's it's well, it's a product of the moment in history because it was that moment susan where uh japanese developers and publishers were like we are getting fucking smoked in the xbox 360 and playstation 3. Oh, we need okay. to figure out yeah. how to appeal to westerners. Got and it. for some reason some fucking suit was like yokotaro uh you weirdo <laughs> think of a way to sell this to joe american and he was like uh what if he was an ugly old guy? Conan in fetish gear. And then they shipped it and sold a whopping 15 copies. Uh, but yeah, it's it's really cool. It's it's it's, it's nice to play this game uh, 10 years later and have it feel so good again. It's bo- playing both of these has got me really excited for Mass Effect Trilogy. Mm. Uh, very excited about Mass Effect Trilogy because I like I'm so excited to see
1: those games. Sort of treated with the same approach. Of yeah, like- well, and the the thing is, like, as nice as it would be to just have like something like a like a criterion that is just like, oh, we're just gonna take this old game and put it out, maybe make it a little nicer, put some stuff around it, but like, look, it's the old game. Having these remasters and re-releases really gives these games an opportunity to like be represented. Yeah. With like the same like like hey everyone pay attention to this game this is n- new quote and important so like you have people reviewing near uh, revenant for the first time after having played near automata and really appreciating it yeah and coming to this game that was like yeah. critically panned and widely ignored for years when it came out um same thing with uh, like mass effect like having those games come out remastered without just the weight of expectation mm, mm-hmm. of this Hold trilogy mm-hmm. having to to deliver like a complete arc like yeah, I mean sure you might get to the end and be disappointed with the way it came come like you know comes together but the like, ending is fine the uh, ending yeah, is fine I mean it's fine it's fine no, I'll do better than that
0: the ending is good. I fucking yeah. liked the ending of Mass Effect 3. I didn't need more than that. I thought it was fucking cool. Robot lady, robot chicken guy, they
1: get out on a weird jungle planet. Some jungle <laughs> shit's gonna happen. I'm down. I am down with that. But even if, you are, even if you are disappointed with that, you can do it divorced from yeah. all of the, the discourse. expectations. Yeah, the discourse. And the yeah. weight of, like, I've spent eight years of my, or six or however long those games came out, like carrying this character forward yeah, and like yeah. wanting to see how this, car- and it like, it doesn't come out the way that I wanted it to. But now it's, it's I think it's the same thing with Metal Gear games too, where Metal yeah. Gear games, there's all this expectation built up and they come out and all the fans are like, what the fuck was that? And then like 10 years pass and people go, <laughs> oh, that game was amazing. Yeah. I And I would always, I would always rather
0: have it this way. Like, I want it, I want this, not the, like, the way that they did Shadow of the Colossus on PlayStation 4. Like, I fucking hated that game. Because... Bit, the
1: Gus Van Sant shot for shot. Yeah, remake. Gus Van Sant's Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs>
0: nice. That was fucking nice. good. Holy shit. That was so good. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say, I'm a little bummed out about the way Mass Effect is being done. Because they're like, yeah, we're, we're basically remaking one so that it plays more like two and three. Where's the version of Mass Effect Trilogy where all three play like one did? I, lo- I love the way one plays. In what way? I like how much more RPG-y one oh, is. Yeah. And yeah. Because- okay, so, wait, I gotta tell you this behind the scenes shit. Oh, yeah, shit. Lay, it, lay it down. Lay
3: it yeah! Down.
2: Here's... So, okay, so, I... Uh, I, I get to say this now because a nobody I knew at Bioware still works there, and uh, b I'm not a game journalist anymore, so it doesn't matter. So I got sent to Edmonton to do uh, to play a preview of Mass Effect Two. Oh, and it was a whole junket, and uh they were uh uh, uh they were having two groups there, so we were going to be there uh one day, and then a completely different set of journalists was going to be there the next day. Now. I am, like, the only game journalist at that time from the East Coast. So everybody from the West Coast, they're gone already. I'm, like, my flight isn't until late. So they're like, well, you have to check out of your hotel. Why don't you just come to the office and hang until it's time to go to the airport? Cool. Like, okay, cool. So I got to see the presentation for my group of journalists and the presentation For the next group of journalists. Interesting. A-B testing? Yes. A-B testing. Oh, boy. Yeah, because one was, it's an RPG that plays like a shooter. The other one was, it's a shooter that plays like an RPG. That's
3: fascinating.
2: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So, there you go. That's what happened with 2 and 3, and yeah, Yeah. you, I, One was very much more RPG ish.
0: Like I, you know, I, I, I enjoyed playing through the story of two and three, like they are. You know, we we started today's show talking about Star Trek: First Contact, and I feel like those games are very of a piece with Star Trek: mm-hmm. First Contact, and like that 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 like Ronald Moore's sense of science fiction writing from the mid nineties carried through in those games. They're very pulpy and soap opera-y mm-hmm. and I like that um you know I didn't have the passionate response to it that people did but I I loved that but I like the playing through two and three was just perfunctory to me like it was mm-hmm. like oh fuck I have to go to these stupid shooting alley so that I can get uh, back yeah. to the funny alien doing HMS <laughs> I like I it just let me have the alien doing HMS pinafore but one, like, you could find fun ways to break your, like, Star Wars powers and over-level weapons in such interesting ways. Like, the evil Garrus, who's the bad guy in one. Uh, I can't remember yeah, his name. I don't real even name. know his name. <laughs> yeah, he's just fucking evil Garrus because he's an evil bug man. But the I killed him using the very first service pistol you're given in the game. Because you can keep beefing that up and there's one of the special powers that you can do that just layers hits. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Your I love that. Yeah, so like, I was just like, ah, screw you bad guy. And I wish I could do that for all those games. Like, gaming the system well, eh, what are you going to do? You're got to play it
2: on easy because the combat is not why you played those games. Oh, oh. Don't bother with combat. Like, I don't. But like the, you know. But, there's but the whole. Then, oh my God! They the did be- a thing with Connect where you could you could call out commands to your <laughs>
1: yeah you
0: know, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh God, who cares? But then,
1: but then there are people who absolutely like they went hard on that four player co op mode in three. Yeah, yeah. That's like true. I have friends who who spent oh, yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Playing that
0: game. We have people in the Discord. We have continue yeah. podcast Discord members. So there's are. something there. Yeah. Wasn't for me. <laughs> I don't know. I Like, wasn't it that there was something there, or was it that those people were 16 when it came out? Like... No,
2: I had co- co-workers at The Escapist who played it together every night. They loved it. Yeah. They loved the multiplayer. They just, they had a,
0: a ton of fun. Do it. I I will say that is the one and only game in the history of video games where I have purchased uh, a DLC pack because mm. I was like I just want to get through this multiplayer shit so I could get the good ending as quickly as possible and so I bought and like it's so funny like we didn't have the term loot box in 2012 mm. and it was they were fucking loot boxes and I paid EA five dollars. For the bag of shit that they gave me for, for one match of that game. And it was like, you got the other grenade. It's different than the red grenade. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it EA? Uh, anyway. Uh, Dave, who the hell caused this to happen?
1: Uh, our Patreon backers at patreon.com slash continue podcast. Uh, we'll give you a special shout out now at the $10 and above tier. Um but we, we give thanks to all of our backers. But special shout-out to Toast, Doom Cow, Adam Gauntlet, Adam Condra, Michael Coffey, The Fancy Manatee, Stormshot, Double Taco, Matthew Peters, Denton Brock, Gluttony1of7, Eric Van Quill, Frank Sands, Tyler Nilsen, Shane Nilsen, yodel Ryan Brady, Jacob Christos, Chris Cook, Skip Dippity, Tim Chesson, Ryan Mance, Daniel Squire, Tom Coveney, Kalen Houston, and Nick Grugan.
0: Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Little, we were, he was right at the top, or they were right at the top. I don't know the gender of this uh, member of the Continue Discord. They were right at the top. You mentioned Toast. Uh, Toast, who's recently joined the Discord community for Continue Podcast, has a Virtua Tennis arcade cabinet. And that, <gasps> yeah. I shared that in the Discord, and I was like, ooh. So I, I busted out uh, Virtua Tennis 4 for PS Vita and Sega. I know you like money, but shouldn't
1: you make another Virtua Tennis
0: <laughs> for all the good girls and boys of the world?
1: We I, deserve it. I had a friend who ended up with a Super Outrun 2 cabinet because one one of my other friends worked at the Phoenix equivalent of a Goodwill. Oh! Uh, but this store did not have the rule where you're not allowed to shop at your own Goodwill, and so he would scam them by writing the price sticker on it. So he slapped a nine ninety nine Needs Oil sticker on this arcade cabinet. Nice. And told uh, my friend to go down and pick it up and bought uh, a working Outrun 2, Super Outrun 2 cabinet for like wow. $10. That's amazing. Wow. It was very bad to get drunk around that thing because it moves.
0: <laughs> um Anybody who is listening who is not a member of our Discord or a Patreon backer, uh, do it, man. It's cool. Hang out with us in the middle of the day. Uh, one of our other users noticed that Susan tends to be on in the morning. I tend to check in around lunchtime, and Dave Roberts is the uh, East Coast e- uh, evening shift who will pop in. <laughs> uh, and then on rare occasions, all three of us will show up to like talk shit on a Nintendo Direct. It's a, it's a very fun thing to do. Uh, if you are not Uh, Somebody who can spare a dollar, which we understand, share the show with a friend. Be like, hey, you're going to get on your Peloton. Don't listen to the instructor. Listen to these guys. Uh, But don't die on the Peloton, because apparently that's a thing that's happening now. What? Yeah. People, kids
1: (laughs) getting stuck under the treadmill?
0: Yeah, Pelotons are eating people. Welcome to the apocalypse (laughs) of the future. We have... (laughs) We have Peloton, shitty-
1: the workout bike that eats people. Yeah, Peloton.
0: I mean, okay, but it's rich white people, so how upset are we really? I'm telling you, this is all a part of Elon Musk's evil plan to feed his Borg Queen bodies for her mm-hmm. army. <laughs> he's got to keep her misted, and he's got to give her bodies. Uh, all of this <laughs> revealed in the backer section. That's right. That's all right. More here on info horrors. Uh, I don't know. I couldn't... Oh! I I couldn't think of something... Yeah. yeah. That's the new format for Continue. We're a conspiracy show. Be like, yo, have you ever for real played Shadow Man on N64? No. (laughs) 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 Um, You can follow us at twitter.com slash continue pod and you can catch Dave's occasional streams at twitch.tv
1: slash continue podcast Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get a, uh, so whenever my stuff from Japan decides to show up, I bought a GameCube with a Game Boy player because they're way cheaper in Japan with the disc. Way cheaper in Japan. Yeah. Like a game, a working Game Boy player with the disc and the GameCube in America is like $300. Oh God, I had one. Everything is crazy now. Everything is crazy. Uh, but as soon as it gets here, I want to stream. I got, I got, I got Metroid Zero Mission. Oh baby, nice! And I'm gonna stream that. I'm gonna stream fusion. I'm gonna stream AM two. I'm gonna do the whole thing one through four. But- oh, nice. I like it. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. really That's cool. Awesome. Yeah. So as soon as this, stay tuned when that comes in, I will advertise.
0: Uh, Dave, where can you? Where do you advertise
1: in general on the internet? Uh, my brain no uh, (laughs) at David Robots on Twitter Uh, fitfully on Instagram at also at David Robots I made a Super Nintendo Game Boy you can see a picture of that
0: up there it's
1: very it's it's purpley oh
0: I like it Uh, it's very cool I like that a lot Susan where can the people find you
1: uh, you can
2: find me on Twitter at Susan Arndt. You can find me in our Discord uh, just about every morning, as Jesse pointed out. Uh, you can find me uh, at the intersection of uh, hope and reality. And mon- I don't know. <laughs> and monster,
0: hunting. And monster hunting. And monster hunting.
2: New season of, Je- of Ted Lasso, July 23rd.
0: Oh, I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait. We should just have like a Ted Lasso episode where we sit around eating cookies. I'm, and I'm,
2: yes, I'm on I I board for that. Wait.
0: 100%. Uh you can follow me at a john agnello. Uh you can listen to my other podcast Video Game Grooves which is about video game music on vinyl and you can go to Ship to Shore Vinyl Company where you can read my dope uh liner notes in record releases such as Beautiful Joe 1 and uh what else just came out? I don't know, records just they're out there. <laughs> fucking, fucking music. fucking
1: music. Who cares? <laughs>
0: fucking whatever bro (laughs) all right we'll see you in two weeks everybody